What up, what up, party people? I hope you are doing fantastic. This is Ian Lenhart coming at you from Santa Monica, California to let you know it is a damn good day to have a good day. And I have so much to catch you up on. I recently went to the Vid Summit 2019 event, which is a conference that brings the top video creators, brands, and agencies together. The main problem that this conference is trying to solve is that it's hard to be a video content creator. Just think about it. First, you've got to write the content, then you've got to film, then it often takes dozens of hours editing it, posting it, and distributing it. And then you factor in all the different social media platforms and you try to become omnipresent and be seen everywhere and it can get just super overwhelming. A big misconception that a lot of these giant YouTubers face is that you'd assume that, you know, in their life, they're probably like the opposite of lonely, but sometimes that's far from the truth. Content creation can be a very lonely process. You're spending so much time by yourself, constantly trying to become a better you. And honestly, having people to support you is so crucial. I was blown away at how many amazing people I met from comedians, professional athletes, and YouTubers with 10 million plus subscribers. I heard two really compelling talks, one from Casey Neistat and two, the YouTube king himself, Mr. Beast, as well as finally saw some of the people I've always looked up to like Shailene Johnson speak, which was just a whole topic in itself. There's still so much content that I need to go through and watch all the replays, but you know, just understand, don't get overwhelmed, but there is so much to learn in this world. But if you can do a few things really, really good, you don't got to know it all. So if you're new to the podcast, our mission here is twofold, to educate aspiring entrepreneurs by dissecting the come up stories of incredible humans, by extracting the golden nuggets that you can apply now to better your life. And second, to have all my friends in my life that are making moves to meet my other friends in my life that are making moves, to create one giant community of extraordinary people. Today's episode, I bring on a good friend of mine, Anton Wisbisky. Anton runs a fast-growing social media company working with amazing clients that I look up to personally, such as Dr. Joe Dispenza. At the young age of 24, Anton has quickly become someone I look up to and admire. Sometimes you'll find him waking up and meditating for three hours, which just blows my mind, but throughout his commitment to self-discovery, he has opened my mind to an entire new perspectives on what the human body can achieve. And Anton's pretty extreme whenever he does things, which is another reason I really like him. For example, Anton has an ice bath at his house, which he goes into every day for five to 10 minutes. Anton credits deep meditation to curing his anxiety and making him a better person. So if you're a human on this planet, chances are you probably have some level of anxiety. And if you can just go in your room or go in a happy space, turn off your brain and just become comfortable in your own skin through this meditative practice, I think it's something that's gonna help all of us get to the next levels of where we want to be. Anton's just one of those people that changes the world of everyone he interacts with. And that's why I am stoked to share this episode with you. As always, you can watch this podcast with Anton and I live on YouTube. Personally, I love watching things live because it's just way more like, what up, what up? You're really in the moment. And if you find this content valuable, we ask you to like, comment, and share the good vibes. It's Monday morning. And so without further ado, episode 59, let's jump into it. Boom, and we're live. Anton Wisbisky, how you doing, man? Great, bro. Thank you for having me. It is so great to see your face. I mean, talk about, you know, our relationship and our friendship has kind of grown tremendously over the past, what, when was the last time I first met you? Like, I feel like it was like six months ago. It was was probably about three months ago. Three months ago. Feels much longer, though. Yeah, that's crazy. And how we first met is just like another typical example of why you always got to just 
throw yourself out there and meet people. Got to send it, bro. Got to give a quick shout out to Sky Cohen. She was also on the pod. And that's actually how I first met Anton, though we knew each other beforehand through yes. Vima. We knew of each other. Right. We weren't like close homies like we are now, but. Right. So if you guys uh, didn't hear that episode, basically what happened was me and Skylar, dude Sky, were at a uh, dinner, tender greens, eating some lunch, and all these people were leaving this building and they were just like so stoked on life just like beaming with happiness and this one girl stopped by i said hey i'm just curious why are you so happy that girl <laughs> ended up being sky cohen she ended up sitting with us and then she invited me to some dude's house that said she had was going to do an ice bath and i was like an ice bath <laughs> i'm like all right well that sounds pretty dope i guess and then i show up and i'm at anton's house and then that day, Anton walked us through this breathwork meditation, and I was floating. I was doing the Wim Hof thing, like yes. the deep breaths in. And then after doing that, I was like, like energy was like flowing through my yeah, body. You were shaking, bro. And then, you know, everyone pulls out their phone, and next thing you know, I'm in the ice bath, yep. and I'm like pure pressure off the max, and I stayed in for like three minutes, and I felt great. It's amazing, bro, for a first time. Amazing. And you've been doing ice baths every morning bro every day man every single day it's uh it's helped me man it's uh it's a much different approach than my typical you know i like meditation it's easy you're sitting down there's not really any external uh it's all internal but there's something about the ice that just does something different for me especially like intentionally applying stress to yourself and being able to get so deep inside your own mind where it doesn't phase you, like extreme cold. Um, there's something about that that I love. And for me, it's evolved over time. But like today, I, I did more than 10 minutes. And there was just a point of this stillness, this like nothingness. But at the same time, it's everything it's hard to put into words but you just feel so connected to who you truly are and for me another part of it is you get to see how powerful you really are like what we're doing and what Wim Hof is specifically doing defy like it science says it's not possible to take control of your autonomic nervous system like that but he has trained and showed thousands of people all across the world that we are in control of our autonomic nervous system so well, that's crazy and for, if you're listening you're hearing this right anton has a cooler in his backyard that he freezes with <laughs> you know think giant ice blocks and freezing cold polar water <laughs> and he sits in it on demand he yep. chooses to do this i choose i he choose gets, to do it he gets excited to do it i do get pumped some days i hate it though like i don't want to do it each time i do do it though i love it love it so, never get out feeling bad so where does that the ice so is wim hof the pioneer of this ice bath thing um not necessarily there there's tibetan monks have been known to do this there's um old movies and documentaries and footage of these monks uh getting these towels and and, and uh freezing cold towels they put them in this cold water and they put these monks in a room of like 40 degrees and and, and the towels you know get really freaking cold well, they measured it and the monks were able to actually warm up the towels completely and their steam coming off their body because once again, they took control of that autonomic nervous system. So ancient people and masters and mystics, whatever you want to call it, they've been doing this for thousands of years. 
but Wim Hof has taken it to a whole nother level and showing the average person how to create and, and get in these states of being. So it's, it, he's definitely the pioneer to this part of the world. Absolutely. Well, dude, there's a lot about you. I mean, you're this energy master, <laughs> energy bender, no. however you would want to call it. You're just stoked on learning it. You're really into that kind of the spirituality community. At yes. the same time, you own your own business. Yes. Super successful. You're crushing it. You're young. How old are you? I just turned 24. Which is insane. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, even when I just look back, I'm 27 now. When I thought about you know who I was at 24, I'm so different. I'm yeah. so different in every single way. And to be able to have the discipline, the mental fortitude that you have and been able to master utilizing this breath work and running your business and having good vibes it's really impressive, man. Yeah, thank you, dude. It's um, you know, it's not anything I was born with. I want to make that clear. I think some people think successful people or these masters like Wim Hof or, or you know Dr. Joe Dispenza or Tony Robbins or any of these people, they look at them and they think they could never be like that. But we all have that ability, and I truly, truly believe that. And it takes discipline. It takes um, challenging yourself, and that's once again the ice bath. I mean, that's what a great way to challenge yourself. And I think when you push past a barrier within yourself where maybe just to use an example, someone thinks, oh, I can only do two minutes. Like there's no way I could go longer. And then they go for two more minutes. They just believe in themselves more. They love themselves more. They trust themselves more. That compounded over years and years turns into greatness. But in, there's definitely in my eyes. there's more of a reason besides just like mental fortitude, right? It lowers inflammation. And oh stuff yeah, like that. I mean, there's there's, you know, I'm not the science whiz, but you can look into, um, I mean, Wim Hof and dude, the stuff they're doing is unreal. I mean, inflammation, people are curing cancer from his methods, all types of just amazing stuff. For me, I, I love I love the mind. I'm, I'm obsessed and have been always obsessed with mastering the mind. I've seen tangible results in my life that have been, for me, direct implications of, yo, that was literally because of how I was thinking. Well, it's interesting because, I mean, you've, in a short period of time, connected me with some very, very powerful, amazing humans. Yeah. Natalie Ledwell, shout out. Yes. David Strauss, yes. shout out. And your mentors are just vast. <laughs> yeah, I've had a lot of mentors in my life. Do you think having those mentors... Well, let me circle back. You got into this social media game. Mm -hmm. How'd you get into that? Oh, man. That's a loaded question. Um, to start, I, uh, I worked with a company called VibeSource. And my initial role was not to do content creation. But as the company grew and we started to scale, there was a need for it. And I always wanted to learn how to film, how to edit, all that stuff. So um, with those guys, I just kind of took initiative and, and started just, you know, very little learning happened. It was just trial and error. I was just playing with this editing software. And to fast forward, you know, I was pretty good at it. And I made a lot of videos that did decently well. And what happened was we made a video with just uh, four guys and we just had this idea we were in Detroit and we we're like yeah let's let's make a video just to just to try something to see if we can just spread some good vibes right. yeah so we called it the I love you challenge and what we did was we just walked up to random people in the streets and <laughs> hugged them and said I love you and the reactions were amazing I mean some people were all about it and embraced us and told us some deep stuff other people not so much but what ended up happening was, and we didn't see any of this coming, 
The video went massively viral, hundreds of millions of views all across Instagram, Facebook, celebrities were sharing it. Um, it was just amazing. So I saw that was almost like three or four years ago and it showed me right away like, yo, there's more to this. There's more to this social media world. And when I saw that tangible result of a video that we just made out for fun to spread a good message, reaching some of the P Diddy shared it. I mean, some of the most well-known celebrities in the world, um, it blew all of our minds. And for me in the back of my mind, I was just kind of scratching my head and being like, wow, like what else, what more is there? So I, I, I learned a lot about that. And that was, that was the journey that got me in deeper into the world of social media. And then I just started realizing more and more that there's a lot of brands and companies that don't know how to communicate to, to more audiences, specifically younger people. So the, the entrepreneur in me that's deep in my blood just uh, came out and I saw it as a huge opportunity to work with people who wanted to spread their message but didn't know how. And uh, through, my, through my background with, with, with VibeSource, I learned how to spread a message. I learned how to create content. So I took that formula and I've applied it with many clients and it's going well, man. I'm so grateful. <laughs> so, so what's very cool about that is this specific niche you found and that's this spirituality, um, healing stuff with your brain, just okay. good vibes, all that energy. So you then took that, you ran into a, a gentleman or you read a book or something happened. How did you end up going to that first summit with Joe Dispenza? Oh man, this is an awesome story, bro. Get ready for this one. I don't know if I've ever, yeah, I've never shared this with you. Okay, so I, uh, with VibeSource, I got invited to speak at a conference in London to talk about social media, specifically viral content. It was a mastermind with like 30 very successful uh, entrepreneurs in the spirituality space. So what happened was I go to this conference and bro, there's just like amazingly successful people there. I'm mind blown at like what I'm seeing. I speak, I deliver at a high level and it just so happens there was this guy there, his name was Mike, and we were just talking and, you know, it's people in this world of spirituality, of, of um, you know, just a deeper understanding or questioning, and they're all into the law of attraction, et cetera, et cetera. Well, what happened was there's this guy, Mike, and I didn't know this guy. He was just one of the guys at the mastermind. Like, we weren't boys, I complete stranger. Um, well, well, not really a complete stranger, but I never met him in person. We hit it off, we just start talking, and about two months earlier, I started reading Joe's book, uh, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. And for whatever reason, man, and this is when stuff gets deep, something in me uh, told me to bring up Dr. Joe Dispenza. I don't know why. Um, and I, I asked Mike if, if he had ever been to an event, and he had. He'd been to like three progressive workshops, which is Dr. Joe's three-day week-long events. Well, it just so happened that I went to his website, Dr. Joe's, because we were just in this conversation. I'm like, wow, like, I wonder if he has any events coming up. And I see he has this event coming up in Cancun, Mexico. Sold out. I'm like, oh, man. And Mike just goes, oh, dude, like, maybe talk to Glenn. He could get you, maybe he could get you a ticket. He works with Dr. Joe Dispenza. And I had met Glenn. That, he's, at, he's one of the attendees at the conferences, at the conference. And I was like really confused because Glenn did not seem like the type of guy that was into spirituality. 
this awesome, rambunctious, like crazy Australian guy. So I was just kind of confused. I was like, Glenn works with Dr. Joe. This doesn't make any sense. Well, you know, this was an eight day uh, mastermind. So you kind of get to know everybody. And I got really close with Glenn. He really liked my speech. He really just loved my kind of like tenacity and like I was young, you know, they, everyone there was much older than I was. And I just build a conversation with this guy and we start talking and I pretty much told him like Mike and I had had a conversation. I'm a huge Dr. Joe fan. Like, and Mike told me he worked with him. So I was like, you know, I looked at the event, sold out. Is there any way you could like pull some strings? I'm, I'm totally fine with paying. Like, I don't care. I just want to go. Um, and he was just, this is all he says. Oh, mate, I'll take care of you. So I was like, all right, well, I don't know what that means. Well, I, you know, I got his phone number, event ends. I follow up with him on the last day. I was like, hey, man, just keep me posted on, you know, what you find out. Because I, I had no idea what was coming. Uh, a few weeks later, or like a month later, I was in Italy because I was in Europe at this time traveling around. And I get a call from Glenn. <laughs> Dude, I'll never forget this. I'm driving on the highway. I'm with Spencer and my boy Andre. And I get this call and it's from Glenn. And this is what he says. He says, what's up, mate? do you want me to start with the good news or do you want me to start with the fucking great news? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, dude, just, just lay it on me, bro. And he was like, well, you know, I talked to, I talked to my staff and we can get you an event ticket. We can get you a free hotel. All you have to do is volunteer with my company, mind movies to help this event. And he was like, are you in or are you out? And I was like, dude, I'm in like, I don't know what the heck that means, but I'm in. So, bro, long story short, um, my first event, I actually got to be a volunteer for Dr. Joe's workshop. And that's not a known thing. Any volunteer that's a volunteer has been to multiple workshops. Like, you have to, like, qualify to be a volunteer. Yeah, you got the fast pass there. I got the fast pass, bro, because of who I knew. And so that's what, that's what led me to uh, the Dr. Joe event. So it was just crazy. Everything paid for. And it did change my life. I'm having the week of my life, man. I mean, and, and it wasn't all pretty, bro. You know, I was seeing uh, some of my deep stuff coming up because there's a level that once you go down this road, you realize you have to unlearn everything you've learned. Um, and that's a process that never ends. But, you know, I was having this week and I was having these breakthroughs and I was having deep stuff coming up. Then I was getting through and I was just feeling energy, bro. I was feeling happy for the first time in a long time. Like There's a smile on my face. Like, it was just so impactful for me that I was like, by day uh, five, during one of the walking meditations, I had a huge breakthrough and my heart opened for the first time in my life. I had no idea what that meant, but I actually experienced energy in my heart and it was just, I fell in love with life and it's, it's hard to put into words. It's almost something you have to experience. But after that moment, I made a decision and I was like, I am going to be a part of this. This is way too good for the world not to know. Because I was a volunteer with Mind Movies, I got to eat dinner with the staff, including Joe. Um, so I kind of got the insides. Obviously, I didn't want to be fanboy. like So I kept my distance, but I got to know people, um, including the staff. And on the last day of the event, this is another funny story. I was supposed to leave on Sunday at like, uh, four or five o'clock when the event's over one of the girls I met was like Anton you have to stay Sunday night like that's the night everyone the event's over it's celebrating everyone's having fun and I was like gosh like I gotta get back to work I turned my phone off I never did I, that was the first time I turned my phone off in years for an entire week my phone was just off 
Um, and you know, I work on my phone. So (laughs) it was a big, it was a big, like, yo, I got to get back to my life. Like yada, yada, yada. Well, I woke up at, uh, 3am on Sunday morning because that's what time you wake up for the last two days. Cause you do this really early morning meditation. And I just got this thought and it was like, you have to stay. That's all it said. It's like, you have to stay. So I was like, I have to stay. (laughs) So I emailed my travel agent. I was like, listen, or the, the one that they hooked me up with. I said, listen, I don't care what additional costs I have to pay, but I have to stay tonight. I can leave Monday anytime. Just, I don't care what it costs. Here's my credit card, blah, blah, blah. Then I went to the four hour meditation that's involved at the event. I come out of the meditation. First thing I do is check my phone. She's like, we made it happen. Monday's your flight. And I was like, cool. Well, here's the craziest part. That Sunday night, I'm sitting at dinner, bro. And I'm just getting these thoughts. And I was like, gosh, I could totally help Dr. Joe blow his social media up. I was like, his social media sucks. <laughs> I was like, I could totally help this guy, man. Um, and and it, I was excited about the mission. I was like, this is such a good thing. I've had such a good week. I just want to contribute. So I, uh, I get these thoughts. The thoughts are in my head. And, and Joe's at like the end of the table. And I turned to my friend Jaylee. And I was like, Jaylee, is it like, is it too soon for me to like go approach this guy and like, tell him you know i could do something for him like is that is that is that overstepping a line here and she was like well it's only too soon if you think it's too soon and i was like fuck you're right <laughs> so it's a great line yeah yeah so as soon as i made up my mind i was like All right, i'm gonna do it he starts walking towards me i stand up i turn around and i just i just thank him for the week i i tell him how beneficial it was for me how i had such so many realizations and i and i just pitch him bro I just pitched him right on the spot and I said, Hey man, this is what I can do for you. This is why I would love to be a part of this. And he loved it. He ate it up. He was like, dude, yes, I love all this. Go talk to, you know, one of his staff and, and bro, the rest was history. Three weeks later, I was working with him. See, that story is a freaking boom. Like, uh, you're, let's go. Because that's the definition of you are passionate about something. You go to this event, you don't know what to expect. You have this crazy experience and then you take it one step above you straight up, you know, go elephant hunting, yeah. pitching your, you know, your freaking, the person you look up to so much, your yeah. idol. Yeah. And you just go in there with good intentions. Uh-huh. You're on the same frequency, the same vibe. I know you're all about it. Yep. And then the next thing you know, here you are doing this social media. Dude, it happened way faster than I, I could have ever expected. And um, the journey this last year with that whole company has just been unreal, dude. What did that experience specifically teach you? I think, bro, it's just, yo, you got to get over the fear. You got to push past the fear. You got to believe in yourself and trust in yourself because, and this is where I draw the line with law of attraction. There might be people that would be like, oh, I'm going to use the law of attraction to create this experience. So let's just use the example with me and Joe and be like, um, well, if the law of attraction real, Joe will come tap me on the shoulder and then we'll have this conversation. That's not how it works. You have to put out the energy and respond once things start to move. If you just sit in your room and meditate all day, you're not going to manifest wealth. That's not how it works. So for me, I was just like, I was scared. I was completely nervous. Like I was, I was shaking when I was talking with him. But when I looked in his eyes and I was just myself and I was just, I knew I could help him. Like it just showed me that, yo, fear is an illusion, bro. And we have to move past all that, those layers. And there's multiple ones of, of la- multiple layers of fear. 
And once you do, bro, the reward is is massive. But I think so many people never even take the step because they're scared. Yeah, it goes back to the topic of Hail Marys. You got to throw some more bro, Hail Marys. You got to throw bombs, bro. Especially when you're young. That was actually something my dad implanted with me in me, which I'm so grateful for. He always told me, he was like, yo, just, just take risk when you're young. Like, why not? Worst thing happens, you move back in with your parents. And I was like... That's so true. Like, why not? And he instilled that in me at a, at a pretty young age. So I think it's a, it's not just a conscious belief for me. It's subconscious. So I do full sends all the time, bro. It's how I live my life. That's how I've gotten to where I am. I just, I have fear. Absolutely. But I also believe that there's, there's, there's really nothing that could go wrong per se. Right. People are people at the end of the day. Exactly, bro. 10 million followers, five. It doesn't matter. They're people. <laughs> we all come from the same place. They bro. all go to the bathroom. Yes. Some of them shower. <laughs> you know, people are just out there trying to do their life. And if you're willing to become somebody that is worthy of communicating with somebody else and you believe that and you eat that up, yeah, you can communicate and get in touch with anyone. Like this past weekend, incredible went to vid summit 2019 super epic experience let's go saw that it was uh, they sponsored a post next thing you know i'm dropping 850 and heading to some event to learn (laughs) content creation and i was just in the room meeting all of these incredible humans that are you know big comedians or um, professional athletes or youtubers with five to ten plus million subscribers and connecting and networking with these people I ended up having a, a pretty good conversation, became good friends with this dude named Austin Keen, professional wakeboarder. He'll be on one of the future podcasts, really cool guy. And it was just cool because I didn't think that we would have so much in common. And like, I wouldn't think somebody like I don't know, that would have become like a homie of mine. Yeah. And that night just turned into a whole epic, epic night where we were bowling with the eighth best ranked bowler in the world <laughs> for dope. FYI dude only did like a 160 so I was pretty let down by that I don't know if that's fake news but apparently he was just news. like you know having a good time yeah I'm like dude like 250 minimum <laughs> professional like, what? What? come on man like, Dog, what are you doing what's number nine and ten doing a 130 <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it was just good just meeting and networking and you never know where relationships are going to head so something that I'm really uh, I aspire with you about because you have this business that's become pretty, you know, hands off in the sense that you've gotten more control over your business. It's Absolutely. not controlling you. Absolutely. It's been a big, big shift. One thing I want to hit on and what you said, too, is you you made the decision to go to that event. Um, you decided, yo, I'm going to spend 850 bucks and just send it. And, you know, 850 bucks, it's, it's, you know, a good amount of money. But there's so many people that would let the fear settle in and not spend money because of fear they 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 they, they're scared and what you got out of that event was worth way more than 850 bucks like the connections alone the content so kind of ties into what i was saying dude it's been a huge transition um i'm so grateful because earlier or about three months ago i i developed a relationship uh with an amazing friend who has become my business coach bro and she's just a boss dude she owns an outsourcing company with like 60 plus employees in the philippines and she's just a beast and for me man i um the biggest thing that's helped me scale my business is learning to delegate tasks accordingly and not spending your energy on things that you don't love doing um if you could hire somebody who loves to be a creator who loves to just edit videos and you don't necessarily love to do that, 
but you see that that can be an ROI because it's freeing up your load, it's going to allow you to scale. It's going to allow you to put your energy into, into what it is that's helping your business grow. So, you know, I don't, I don't have the exact formula down, but streamlining the process, bro, I've learned so many secrets on creating social media content that have made it so much faster, bro. For example, every video I do has to have subtitles. It's just part of the formula of social media. 70% of videos get watched without uh, audio. So if you don't have subtitles, you're, you're missing out. Well, I used to do the subtitles manually. And for a two minute video to go through and type word by word each subtitle, bro, taking multiple hours. Well, I, I, ha I found a software that will translate it for you with AI and then you literally just download the subtitles and drag them into your video. And almost creating an assembly line within your own business for right. me has allowed me to, first of all, not be a slave to my business. There was a time where I was working literally 12 hours a day every day for years. Um, that now, just now, like in the last three months, that have that has finally shifted. And yesterday I worked 12 hours. I mean, it still happens, but that's because um, I'm able I'm able to scale. Like it's amazing, dude. So what can you teach people about social media? What if there was a couple of like amazing just golden nuggets that could help someone right now today get their business out? Maybe they're you know an orthodontist, or maybe they're you know a chiropractor, or maybe they're an athlete. Like what can someone do today to help scale that you've seen works? Yeah, I mean that's a really good question, bro. I think the biggest thing is the start stops mo most people. They just don't start. Uh, there's no magic formula. You just have to produce content. You have to be yourself and you have to give value. Uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, a lot of people know who he is. He wrote a book back in, I don't know, like 2013 called Jab, 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 Right Hook. That is the formula of social media, bro. And what he means by that is jab, 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 which is give value, give value, give value, give value. The right hook is the sale. So many people, for example, like an orthodontist or even a lot of my clients, like personal brands, they want to get social media to monetize. That's not the right formula. You have to get social media to give value, to build an audience, to build trust. Once you have that, they'll buy from you anyways. So your right hooks are much more powerful because you have a community of people. So I think just to answer your question in a simple term, it's just, yo, like just start. Just share and don't give a fuck what people think. That's the wave I'm on hard right now, bro, because I've worked with celebrities. I've worked with very well-known people on this planet. And dude, it's a facade. It's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. And I'm here to show people you don't have to be like that to be successful. And a lot of times, bro, those people, when they go to bed at night, they're not happy. You'll look at their social media. You'll think they're the happiest person in the world, bro. When they're going to bed at night, they're not happy. They're living a fake life. How could anyone be happy doing that? But here's the thing. They're doing such a disservice to the masses because people believe their lie. They actually believe them. So they're taking that in and they're, dude, it's just, that's a whole lot of like, it's just messed up. Yeah. Honestly. Becoming comfortable in your own skin is dude. tough. It's tough. It is tough and it's vulnerable, bro. And a lot of people have been taught that vulnerability is a weakness. It's not. It's a strength. Um, if you can be vulnerable, bro, you're relatable. You're a real human. People trust you. They open up to you because they see, oh my God, you know, he has issues just as I do. But when we have this facade of this perfect world, that's not reality, bro. Nobody doesn't have issues. 
So I'm here to, I'm here to help break that. Like that's part, that's a big part of my mission because I used to be like that. So I, I understand it because that's all I knew. Cause I thought that's how you had to do it. Reality is bro. You can just be yourself. People, if they don't love you, they're not meant for you, bro. Like you'll find new people who love you. That's why I'm really excited. Uh, so, you know, we have plans myself, Anton, the homie Skyler, we making moves, the homie Chris, a lot of us, we're all looking to get a house together out in, in LA. So we have big plans together and it's people like Anton that I'm excited to surround myself with because that energy, man, you know, you combine energy with energy and you just, you know, drift off each other. You're going to be able to just crush it. And I just know that by working with you and working together on projects, we're just going to accelerate all of our growth together as a, as a group. 100% bro. Um, I'm huge on you are who you surround yourself with. So if you're surrounding yourself with good people, it's, it's going to rub off. Uh, th- the problem is, bro, is a lot of people don't believe that. They don't actually believe that their friends have an influence on them. But I forget who it was. I think um, it was Jim Rowan, maybe. He said, show me show me your five best friends and I'll show you your future. Because uh, if you look at your five best friends and you take their habits, their income, you know what they're doing with life, their happiness, their well-being, etc., you average it out, bro, that's you. And that's, that's real, bro. Really take a look at your friends and, and even... Just not even necessarily your friends, just the people you associate with most. And this is why, bro, I'm so big on moving out early. Because like, bro, the rents, I love my parents, bro. I love them. But if you're around that energy and it's one of your associations or two of your associations, that is going to 100% affect your success. And I think a lot of people don't want what their parents have. And that's there's nothing wrong with that. But I just see a lot of people not making the jump because they think, oh, I'm going to save money by living with my parents until I'm 27. But in reality, they're not seeing the bigger picture that if they just move out, they're going to make more money anyways because their associations are going to change and they're going to start growing their network and like getting uncomfortable. So, yeah, that's a good point. I think changing your uh, location is very important. I know for me, this is the longest I've ever lived someplace. I've been in LA now for a year and three months. Mm. It's the longest I've like ever lived in a location besides, you know, I'm not even like my college dorm. I always, you know, would move. But uh, I find that every time you change up location, you change up your whole habits, you change up your routines and it gets you to just kind of look at things differently and just reevaluate your situation. And you feel like you're growing. 100%. I feel like like sometimes when you're just in the same routine, the same drive to work, the same, 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 you know, you've been doing weightlifting your whole life. Change it up. Start boxing. Try yoga. Try jumping in an ice bath yeah. if you really want to be a complete psycho like yep. Anton. <laughs> you know, change up that routine and constantly just put yourself in weird positions because you'll you might like it, dude. Exactly. Where I think progress equals happiness. Uh, I think Tony Robbins said that. It's such a simple formula. When we're not moving forward, bro, we don't feel good. It's yeah. Bottom line. My my friend Dan Hunt, he was on the podcast. He started a company called Recover, mm. and he recently has dropped all of his bad habits to become a essentially a, an athlete because his products are meant for recovery after extreme sports and all that. Dope. So he's been doing jujitsu every single day to put his body through hell mm. so that he can then be a product of the product and be able to utilize that. I don't know where I was getting that with that, but I just want to say that you be a product of the product, be the juice that you're selling. Dude, yeah. Live, live your truth and then you'll freaking crush. Dude, facts. And I think um, in this... In this age of social media, this age of millennials, so many people, bro, are looking for a shortcut. 
They're looking for the fast track. They're looking for this. They're looking for that. They're looking for the next quick buck, blah, blah, blah. Dude, any successful entrepreneur will tell you that shit doesn't exist, bro. It's not real, man. And it goes back to the facade. They try to paint that picture to you that their success was overnight on social media. Not true, man. You didn't see when they were in their house at three o'clock in the morning grinding. Like, so yeah, bro, you got to be yourself, man. You got to, and you got to believe in what you're doing. Like, yeah that's huge 100 percent. let me let's circle back real quick yeah. i want to tell the audience some stuff that i learned from this weekend um yeah, so shailene it, johnson was one of my favorite present uh, presenters i knew of shailene because we had brock johnson her her son on the show brock crushed it i think it was like episode 30 or something mm. but also john and nadia melton they really look up to shailene and a lot of the the mentors i know all look up to shailene johnson and i've never seen her speak and dude she crushed it really? she's just a powerful badass person that's super real super real super cool like i just know long term like we would be homies like mm-hmm. i just the energy's there the type of personality's there she's really looking she's not looking for people that have tons of followers for her podcast she's not looking for that she's just looking for someone that's going to give a great freaking conversation yeah. that's Value, real bro but she was talking about what's working today like for example yeah. on instagram so like one thing i do good and something i do bad something i do good is I love my story game. You know, yeah, if you story follow, game's strong, if you bro. follow the Len Jones Instagram, I'm a little, I'm a, I'm a clown, yeah, but I have a good time. You know, it's good energy on the story. You know, and it's a damn good day to have a damn. But, but the thing is, day. is the story doesn't grow your audience. All it does is feed your current audience. It's not going to mm-hmm. get you discovered. So what's really working today is Instagram TV. IGTV 100%. is working huge because Instagrams their goal. Their whole goal is to get you to never leave the platform. Mm-hmm. That's the secret. That's the golden juice. Yep. So the algorithm is always working to get you to never leave and to be even more addicted, right? Like if Facts. we're not already addicted, I'm addicted. I got to stop. Yeah, same. But Instagram TV is a way for them to basically hold you on that platform for up to five, six minutes, however long. So start repurposing your content into actual content you can share. So this mm-hmm. podcast is a great example of a way to repurpose content. Yes. You could do a podcast on any subject, interview someone, whatnot. Then you take that content and you can repurpose it to Twitter, LinkedIn. You can post on all different forms of social media. So then you become omnipresent. Exactly, You're bro. You're everywhere. everywhere, bro. Right. You're everywhere. And that's what that's exactly what I do with all my clients. If you look at all of my clients, it's all the same. I take interviews that they do. Uh, with people on podcast or speech at an event and i repurpose it to facebook instagram twitter if we're doing twitter linkedin if we're doing linkedin and that's it bro you change the subtitle you change the music you change some of the b-roll and you repurpose it everywhere youtube everything bro and that's um that's the magic formula and and to touch on it igtv specifically i see a lot of people complaining about the instagram algorithm and blah 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 it's not working Dude, it's just, I mean, yes, there's always changes to it, but they're changing it in a way that you can learn how to make that work to your favor. So right now, once again, if you look at any of my clients, all of their videos are IGTVs. And the way to make a video in IGTV and have it on a preview is it has to be over one minute. So if you have a video that's 58 seconds, extend it to 101, one minute and one second. And Instagram's going to favor you because they want, like you said, they want people using IGTV. They want people engaging in that long, longer form content. So I do this all across the board I, when, I'm, when I'm helping my uh, clients grow and we're using influencers and I'm posting on pages with two, three, four, five million followers. Bro, my advertisement videos outperform all of their content on their page. 
and it's advertisements. It's because I understand the Instagram algorithm, which is IGTV. So, bro, I go hard on IGTV. And the other thing, too, is Instagram Live. Yeah, it's a great one as So, well. have you ever been on Instagram and all of a sudden just like some jabroni comes out of nowhere and it's like, you know, I'm not going to use Sky Films as a jabroni. I'll use him as a homie. But Sky Films is live. All of a sudden, boom, Sky Films is in your face. Yep. It prioritizes people that go live mm-hmm. right in your face. So, yeah. going live is a great way to get discovered by people as well. Yeah. So, IGTV, Instagram Live, those are the top two that they were talking about. It's just so, so clutch. Yeah, bro. I, I couldn't agree more. Repurpose. That's yeah, a great re- word. Repurpose, man. That's what we got to get better at this year, guys. Like, I, we got to get better at repurposing our stuff and pushing it out everywhere. Yeah, bro. Well, when we live together, dude, it's game over, bro game over i am fired up about that you know i i feel like you know if you're you ever feel like a little stuck you know yeah for sure you know just stuck and just like yeah sometimes i feel like i i kind of bang my head against a wall with certain habits i do with like just sharing and with uh i'm talking about strictly like growing the business right Mm -hmm. Uh, i'm excited to just like stop doing that and then just focus on and getting back to experimenting yeah bro i mean if you it's it's simple if you want something different do something different and there's so many different things you can try so yeah and that's what every one of us needs to do we need to constantly just experiment with different stuff dude i'm bro i'm like i lose sleep over this stuff like i just started a tiktok follow me on tiktok i got content for days on tiktok bro it's the next one bro and so many people have heard this oh tiktok it's the next one but they don't download it bro so i i just don't understand that logic it's like if it's in your face so hard you see this company spending like billions of dollars on advertisements to get tiktok downloaded it's the number one app downloaded right now surpassing facebook and instagram and uh i forget the other one so if you want to talk about trying something different maybe instagram isn't your route to success Maybe podcast isn't your route to success. Bro, get on TikTok. It's so easy. And the content that does well there is hilarious. If you follow me on TikTok, you're going to see a different side of me. But it's a side of me that is still me. Um, so it's it's interesting, man, uh, the dynamic. But the people who get in that early and take advantage of the opportunity at hand, bro, like the organic reach is insane. I had no followers. my f- no, Zero followers. My first video got 500 views. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, uh, everyday robbie was on our show he's a homie he uh started a tiktok page and he felt like he was he felt like he was very stuck just like not being able to just just the algorithm wasn't playing ball with the homie ever since then he's just been going all in on the tiktok game and everything's back to skyrocket so oh dude it's insane yeah play on every field test out every field and just keep trying because what works today might not work in a week it's 100 percent always evolving dude Social media is a beast that's always evolving. So you got to stay on top of the trends or or you're going to lose. But the beautiful thing is, is like, bro, you have so much time. Like, just keep going. Just keep posting. Keep trying. Like, switch it up. And dude, like, it it, it will work. But so many people, man, they just don't even try. Yeah. They say, I'm going to do it. Never do it. So you're talking about ice baths, saunas, you know, flotation tanks. Out of all the things you've done, like, what do you think is the most effective or what are you excited to dive into? Hmm. That's a great question. Um, at my current level of awareness, meditation, bro, just simple meditation, man. Um, once I started doing over an hour a day, uh, things changed really quick. I started having crazy experiences, bro. And, um, you know, I don't, I don't ever want to come off as like woo woo or, or, uh, just out there. I'm a pretty grounded individual, 
But um, I had some very deep, profound, mystical meditations that once I came back to this world, I was completely changed. And um, it happened very quickly once I started getting in that hour range. And once you get an understanding that you we really don't know, like reality, we really don't know what this actually is. Not only from a, let me just talk to you about that, but from a literal practical scientific standpoint, 99.99% of this reality is empty space. It's energy. So what we get to actually experience right now in this 3D is 0.001% matter, physical. That's what we experience, the 0.001%. So I want to know more about that 99.99%. And I think the more we learn about that and have experiences with it, we can take the knowledge we learn from there and bring it into this 0.001% and just kick ass. Bro, it's a different set of laws. And that's because um, it all goes back to subatomic particles. They don't behave like physics in this physical reality that we experience. They're on a whole nother set of laws, bro. You learn those laws, you're going to affect the laws in this life really easily. So that's why I push myself so hard to, to, to learn deeper reservoirs that I know are in me because I see other people doing it. And I'm obsessed, bro. I'm completely obsessed because I've had glimpses of some stuff and it's just completely changed me. I get mentally jammed at the idea of meditating for an hour because I try for 10 minutes yeah. and that's tough for I didn't, me. I didn't start with an hour, bro. I started with 5, 10, 15 built up. Um, I did jump from 30 to an hour though. Uh, once I started doing it, but dude, it's not, it's like anything, bro. You're not going to go into a gym and bench 245. If you're, if you're 120 pounds, it's just not going to happen. If you've never lifted weights before, you're going to start with the bar. You're going to build yourself up. It's the same thing, man. It's like with anything with social media, you're not going to start an account tomorrow and be at hundred K followers in, in a week. You know, you got to build. I get, I get time. such, I get such FOMO from people that just like Anton, they're like, yeah, meditate for an hour and go mystical. I'm like, what What do they know that I don't know about? It's, like, it's almost like they got this secret power and it's just like, we talk about it with Sky all the time. Like, what's good with these guys? Like, like I want to get the juice that you're on, but it seems so unattainable. No, just the bro. idea of doing an hour, Dude, no. which I know, you know, once we're, we're roomies oh, that bro, I'm going to learn. I'm going to push you. I'm going to push Len you. Len Jones about to be floating over I mean, all y'all. I mean, you did, you did 20 minutes today, 25 minutes. <laughs> We did a 25 minute meditation today and dude, you did great. That I was, was good. I was right there with you. Bro. I felt good. I was, I was, I was, I was feeling you. I was feeling sky. It was great, bro. You guys were doing amazing. You got that good, that voice. That's all like, you know, up in your ears, just like, boom, nah. guiding you. Your guidance is getting better. Your guidance is getting better. Maybe, maybe my perception is when I do that, I'm tapping into a certain energy within myself. I'm putting myself somewhere where I don't go in my day-to-day -day normal life. Uh, I, I wish I could go there more because it's a very peaceful state and I try my absolute hardest, but we're all human, right? So uh, it's an energy. You, a lot of people might think it's the voice and I'm sure the voice has plays effects for sure, but it's not about what you say. It's about how you say it. So the energy behind the words or what I love is the intention What's the intention? And I'm, I'm big on, on all that stuff. But dude, it's, it's nothing that's not attainable. And that's another part of my brand, which um, I'm just starting to build my personal brand. And I want to show people that we're fucking way more 
than we think we are. And I don't even know, dude. I don't know anything, bro. Like, literally, I know nothing. But I'm on a search to understand, and I just want to bring people on that journey. Because I, I have had glimpses. I do think I know a few things. But it's like, as soon as you think you know, bro, you're showing something or having an experience, you're like, geez, I really don't know. I think I know, but I don't. Because um, once again, like 99.99% of this is empty space. So what do we really even know? So Anton, let's circle back real quick. This is like one of the flagship questions. I'm always excited to hear glimpses. Yeah. And it kind of goes back to, you know, you're 24, you're a young, young homie, but you know, you're, you're 18. If you could have went back in time and talked to that 18 year old you and gave them one, two or three tips of advice, I would have saved you a ton of time, money, heartbreak, headache, whatever it be. What were some of those things you'd say? I think the first one would be look into breath work. Breath work for me cured my anxiety, completely wiped it out. Um, struggled with really bad anxiety when I was young. As I got older, it lessened, but it was always lingering, bro. And until I had some really deep experiences with breath work, uh, I didn't realize how anxious I was being. And I had like a, uh, I'm getting off track there, but yeah, I would say breath work, look into breath work. Number two would just be like, yo, dog, like, you're loved, man. Like, if I'm my future self in my now, if I'm like, if you're me, I'd be like, bro, like, I love you. I'm, you're going to be, you're good, bro. Just trust yourself. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to get burned. You're going to feel backstabbed. But it's all for a bigger picture. And I think if I just would have had that, if even if someone older would have with me had that conversation with me, <clears throat> I think it would have changed me if they did it in the right way. So just trusting, bro, trusting that it's supposed to be like that, uh, I think would would have would saved me a lot of um, overthinking, anxiety, fear of the unknown, et cetera. And just know that, yo, you're guided by something really big. So you're good, homie. I guess this kind of goes back to trust, but in a different way. And I'm, I'm, and even in this 24-year-old body that I'm in right now, this is still relevant to this moment. But what I would tell him, because he was much further behind, is that like you're on the right path. Like you are on the right path and you are going to find yourself or create yourself, however you want to perceive it. And I can tell myself that right now. I tell myself that all the time that I am on the right path and I'm not scared to say that I embody that shit because it's fucking dope. It feels good. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. So I think of uh, that Anton that was 18 could just have a little, little push. I was just so uncertain. So just having some words of encouragement uh, would have been great. Nice. dude. <laughs> and this yeah. is the other step is that, you know, what would you say to that person that's kind of right on the cusp of making a big move in their life, whether that be starting their first business, jumping into entrepreneurship for the first time, uh, just something that's been dragging on them. You know, what would you say to kind of, you know, maybe push them or whisper in their ear to, to help them get what they want? I would say you have to go all in on yourself. Like you just have to believe in you and have faith that you got this. Um, you're going to fuck up. You're going to make mistakes. It's not going to be perfect, but just start, get the ball rolling and try everything, dude. I think so many people box themselves in because they think they have to be a certain way. Like, dude, there's little kids on YouTube making toy reviews, making millions of dollars a year, doing what they love. So what the fuck, bro? Like, why can't you, why can't anybody? So 
I think people just get caught up in their own head. And I think social media plays a big factor of that, man. So just have faith. Like, no, just know you're good. Like you can never actually fail. Like, even if you literally lose everything, it's so worth it because in that loss, there's going to be lessons. Like, bro, the most like, quote unquote, traumatic, scary, detrimental things that have ever happened to me, bro, are my greatest lessons. They changed me. They, they, they made me wise. They made me have a deeper understanding. So I love that shit. And now I look for it in my life. I'm like, yo, bring it on. Let's fucking go. I want hardship so I can overcome myself even more. Like, that's what I love. And that's a, that's a kind of like twisted mentality. But um, this comes back to the ice bath, bro. It's like, bro, put me in stress. I'm going to overcome it. Because that, for me, is a measure of where I'm at in my development. Like, how stressed out can I be but be totally calm and not actually stressed? Like, how much pressure can I take from the world and, and, and walk through it with ease? That, to me, is mastery. And that's why I'm so obsessed, bro, because... I totally understand the hardships, bro. I had panic attacks every single day at a point in my life. I wanted to kill myself at another point in my life. Like, I get it. Um, and that, I understand that part. But I also understand the new part. So it's like, it's in our daily choices, bro. So if we run away from what we're scared of, we never actually win that race. We have to face our fears, bro. That's why I'm going to Poland in uh, February to spend a week with Wim Hof, bro climbing mountains in our boxers like going in the water that's cold in the dead of poland bro in this little village still working out the details to uh get a camera crew there our boy sky but i want to put myself in these environments that scares the shit out of me like just because i do the ice bath bro like when you're working with the man, like there's stuff that it's going to get deep, bro. Some of you want to go to Aruba and hang out with the iguanas. <laughs> Anton's like, I want to go to Poland in my boxers in the, in and, the and, snow. And dude, like, you know, here's the thing, man. When it comes to like what I want to do on this planet, I want to help people believe in themselves. I want to help people just become who they're meant to be, dude. Get rid of the fear. Just fucking go after it. Um, if I don't do that in my own life, how could I ever show somebody how to do that in their life. That would go back to the whole thing with social media being the facade. So I'm obsessed with, with with pushing myself so that I can, it's for service, dude. Like it is selfish what I do, but it's for very unselfish reasons. Like I actually want to help people. So if I need to become the best version of me, if I don't do that, I can't truly serve anybody to their highest level. So that's why I meditate every single morning for at least an hour and a half. Now I'm doing like two and a half, three hours sometimes. I get in the ice bath, bro, right after. Like I, I do I do the breath work, bro. And it, it's not about any of that, but it's just to it's just to give people an example of uh you know what it what it takes, dude. I, I think the hard work, quote unquote, has like a negative stigma in this social media realm. It's like, bro, you still gotta work your fucking ass off. I work every single day. But work isn't just grinding behind your computer. Me, the most important work is self-work. The work you do on yourself because it's not about it's not about any of the things you're trying to create in your life. Some people want wealth, some people want health, some people want happiness. What you're going to realize once you arrive at those uh, goals is that none of that matters. It's about who you became in that process. It's about cultivating this being. And bro, that's when you can sit next to somebody like somebody who's making millions of dollars and they can look at you and be like yo something's different about you i can't i can't quite pinpoint it 
but something's different about you. And dude, it's just because you're harnessing a different state of being. You're doing something different and getting a different result. So yeah, I'm, I'm obsessed with this stuff, bro. I love it, man. I really do. Well, there's going to be a lot more where this came from. A lot more exciting things going on. The Len Jones Party of <laughs> Two podcast. You'll be seeing Anton definitely a lot more often. We'll be doing it. And uh, a lot of good times, man. I'm so thankful, as always, just to be able to hear, grow, learn. And yeah, uh, you're, you're a wise 24-year-old. I'm surprised you don't have a white beard. <laughs> oh, man, dude. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, uh, I'm an old soul, apparently. I feel like that. I don't know. Though. I don't know. Gandalf the Wisbisky. Oh, dude. Yeah, I'll be Gandalf. I'm down to be Gandalf. I will be your Sam to your photo. No, bro. You're your own Gandalf, man. And and that's that's the thing, bro. That's that's another big thing. A lot of these um, quote unquote gurus today in the world, bro, they're not truly empowering people. They're not truly, bro. They're They're only taking them so far. So, so my thing is I want to show people that like, we are all our own masters, bro. We are all our own Gandalfs. We are all our own superheroes. And the moment we start looking outside for those things, man. And I did that my entire life until this year. I was looking for all the answers outside of me because I didn't trust myself. I didn't believe in myself, but through the deep work, when I need help, I go deep within, dude. I don't look externally for answers in my life anymore. I tap into who I am. And I try my best to get there. Actually, I don't try. When I try, it messes things up. When I let go, that's when I get answers, bro. You become your own master. So yeah, that's what I want to show people how to do, bro. Becoming a master. You're doing it right now. So with that said, man, we appreciate you as cool, always. Man. You're the man. I appreciate you. Thanks dude. so much for coming on the show. Thank you, bro. People are going to get some serious, serious understanding knowledge. of that. Yeah, I hope they could take something from it. Hell yeah. All right. Cool. Hakuna Matata. Peace. Thank you for listening to another episode of Len Jones Party of Two. If you enjoyed it, please leave us a review and subscribe to stay up to date on our new episodes. And remember, hope is not a strategy. Keep making moves. Till next time. Peace.